Hey listeners, we have real, raw, and sometimes uncomfortable conversations around working while maintaining our mental health or lack thereof. I am your host, Tora White, and Happy New Year! Um, This is the first time hearing me in the new year, so happy 2023. I hope it has been amazing for everyone, and I hope that um, people have plans for this year and really writing them down and being intentional about them. Today, I have a special guest, Alicia Small. Hi, Alicia. Hi. Happy New Year, everyone. Um, Thank you for having me. I'm I'm really excited to be here. Awesome. We are excited to hear from you. So, Alicia is the founder of Living Fulfilled Coaching and Consulting, um, and she is a Brooklyn, New York native, mom of three, wife, entrepreneur, and certified life coach who received her coaching certification from Montgomery College. Alicia found her love for coaching, total wellness, and women empowerment during a time when she was investing heavily in her own personal development. At Living Fulfilled Coaching, Alicia partners with millennial women to help them achieve total wellness through prioritizing and incorporating self-care habits that promote a joy-filled lifestyle. Alicia is a thought partner who uses a creative coaching approach to maximize potential in all areas of her clients' lives. In addition to coaching, Alicia serves as a mental health advocate, presenter, and workshop facilitator for the National Alliance on Mental Health. Alicia also serves as a mentor to girls ages 11 through 19 at various organizations such as the Girl Scouts of America, Women Who Create, Every Girl Can, Stella Girls, um, and I Raise Boys and Girls International. In addition to serving as a life coach, mental health advocate, workshop facilitator, and mentor, Alicia teaches men, women, and youth to use self-care intentionally as a way to balance the duties of everyday life while ensuring their needs are being actively met. Essentially, Alicia is a rock star and wears many, many hats. Um, And it's very interesting because I actually met Alicia through um, Clubhouse during the height of the pandemic when everyone was trying to figure out what in the world are we going to do while we're stuck in this house. And we actually connected on Clubhouse. So, again, Alicia, thank you for being here um, with me today. So have I left out anything about you, anything you want to tell the listeners? Oh, my gosh. Um, No, thank you so much for that beautiful introduction. Um, I think that um, I love, I think I left out the things that I love. Those are the things that I do professionally and some of my titles. Um, I guess the listeners may want to know, like, I love, love, love um, home decor. I always say, I think in my past life, I was a uh, interior designer or home decorator. I love shopping from for home decor and doing arts and crafts. And um, one of the things that I am going to be intentional about, one of my goals for 2023 is I am learning how to finally swim this year. I do not know how to swim. Um, I always felt that it was an essential life skill. And because I have three children, I always thought to myself, like, um, three children that actually love water. And so So I'm like, I never want to be in a position where I couldn't save them, you know, Uh, God forbid they ever got in a situation where I needed to get in the water and swim and save them. And um, 
just on top of it being for exercise, I did a few um, aquatic aerobic classes and I absolutely love it. So I am learning how to swim this year at 38 years old. That is awesome. Talk about pacing your fears. You're never too old. You're never too old to start a new challenge and to master a new challenge. Yes. Um, I wish my mom would learn to swim, you know. <laughs> Still, yeah, it's like, y'all too close to the water. I'm like, we can swim. You can. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am learning how to swim along with a few other things, but that is um, actually the top of my list. That is awesome. So, Alicia, I know when we first met um, through Clubhouse, a lot of it was just base, basically us talking about how we're managing life as mothers during a pandemic when everything was shut down. Was it at that point that you started your Living Fulfilled Coaching and Consulting business? No, actually, I started Living Fulfilled Coaching and um, Consulting, I want to say right before the pandemic, actually. So I, I started my first service-based business in 2016, um, which is Dreamer Transportation Services. And I started that um, after leaving the New York City Department of Education, um, that job I had for a few years. And, um, you know, I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I always wanted to start my own business and serve my community. I just didn't know exactly um, how I wanted to serve my community. So I went through a few phases. I went through a few side hustles and things of that nature. And then I said, okay. Um, at that time in my life, I was in a position where I had two small children, um, I had just had my daughter not too long ago, and, um, you know, I was just in a position where my children were in too many hands. Um, the day-to-day the -day activity of just getting up, getting them to the other side of Brooklyn, going to work, you know, working my regular nine to five, and then coming home and um, dealing with the stresses of being at work all day, having two small children that I had to deal with in the evening and homework and cooking and things of that nature. It was just so overwhelming. And so um, because I had a lot of knowledge um, in the New York City uh, education department and busing and things of that nature that go under that umbrella, I said, okay, I think that I want to help other parents, mothers, fathers, two-parent homes um, who have the same issues that I have, um, was just needing to be in, uh, needing help with transportation or just, you know, needing to be in more than one place um, at the same time. And so that's where the idea for Dreamer came. After a few years of having Dreamer, I noticed that, um, you know, I was I was starting to have some personal issues. And I think that, you know, before we talked a lot about um, healing and growth and unresolved trauma. And, you know, we, we know, I know you know so well that, you know, when, when you have unresolved trauma, it pops up in all areas of your life. It doesn't have a specific time, you know, and, and it affects you in all areas of your life. And that's what was starting to happen. Um, and so um, that, that was a time where I got into therapy. You know, I had my own uh, mental health issues that I was dealing with that was affecting how I dealt with my clients, my relationships at home, my marriage, things of that nature. So I decided to get in therapy and started to do a deep dive. Um, into my own personal development, and I and I and I found a love and got really interested in what were other women going through. 
Mm-hmm. You know, um, what would not just being an entrepreneur, I just happen to be an entrepreneur, but what were women going through, period, whether they worked a nine to five, um, whether they were stay at home moms, I went through all of those phases in my life. And um, and then that was, you know, the birth of Living Fulfilled Coaching and Consulting. So that was around maybe, I want to say end of 2018, around 2019. And then the pandemic hit. Um, And then 2020 was like, I know like for everyone, 2020 was like, we, no one was ready, but specifically for me, that was when um, so many things were happening. Um, That was a pivotal time in my life and in my personal development. Um, So many things were happening. And and that's when I started to, um, that was like the liftoff the takeoff of living fulfilled coaching and consulting. That's amazing. And I think it's really important that we, we talk about like just those stages of trying to figure out business. We know it's like, we know the nine to five is not working. We may not know exactly where we're being led to, but we know like, okay, I'm being led outside of this nine to five. And I think a lot of times when people go into entrepreneurship, they think that, the first thing they do is the only thing they can do. You know, like it it has to be that final place. And the reality of it is a lot, a lot of times more than not, we are really just trying to figure it out. We're like, okay, maybe I'll dabble here. And then sometimes we're led another place, you know, (laughs) I realized that while this, yes, this was great and this was working, but my heart is being pushed in another place. And I feel like I can offer more service in this other area and Mm -hmm. so I think it's really good like to really hone in on okay I'm going through this it has to be other people out here also going through this and understanding that whole mindset that we're not alone in what we're going through but also Mm -hmm. that we can create spaces to show people that you're not alone yeah absolutely and one of the things that I love about what you just said is like, you know, we go through phases and I get asked all the time, like about entrepreneurship and business. And one of the things that I've learned uh, in, in my entire journey of entrepreneurship is that entrepreneurship is actually about, I want to say 90% personal development and 10% actual business. And, you know, the the things that I was actually encountering as an entrepreneur had everything to do with my growth and development. So, like, for example, when I left the New York City Department of Education, well, prior to when I started at the New York City Department of Education, um, you know, I was going through those phases. I had a side hustle. I had a hair business that was um, actually starting to do well, but because I um, wasn't developed enough in the area to have enough patience to see it through, um, I was... I'll be I'll be very honest and transparent. Like I was really overwhelmed. My daughter was I had just had my daughter. So I had a lot on my plate. Um, I didn't have the space and opportunity to think and create. Um, I was very impatient. Um, I was I didn't have the confidence and the courage that I needed to stick it out, to seek mentors, to talk about my business, to ask for help, to see how I could 
make this thing work, I was actually in a perfect position. So I had a nine to five, which was taking care of our, you know, immediate needs, our, um, our food, our shelter, things of that nature. And then I had created a side hustle that would allow me to take that money and invest in a business, something that I wanted to do, but I didn't have the mindset then. That mm-hmm. all goes into personal development. When I left the New York City Department of Education, I left without a plan. And when I when I talk to budding entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs that are just getting, I said, don't do what I did. I had two children that I had to take care of and take care of their basic needs, and I up and left the job without a plan. That's mm-hmm. all personal development. Right. I was full of pride. Something happened at the job and, you know, I was full of pride. No one was going to tell me what to do. And I had a manager that was the same age as me. And instead of me critically thinking like, okay, use I had the right spirit and I had the right fuel, but I didn't use it the way I was supposed to use it. Eventually it worked out for me, but I could have saved myself a lot of heartache and headaches that I went through in the beginning of entrepreneurship if I just had a plan. Mm-hmm. That all goes with personal you know, development. Later on in my life, at the start of Living Fulfilled Coaching, um, you know, again, being able to um, go to therapy, being able to resolve, um, unresolve, uh, you know, trauma that was affecting how I dealt with my clients' relationships, whether they were, you know, uh, uh, business relationships, romantic relationships, relationships with my children. Um, it's all under the same umbrella. So, the the main advice that I give, you know, entrepreneurs is that invest in your personal development. If you can do that first, if you can do it simultaneously, fine, but give yourself time to grow. Give yourself time to heal. Give yourself, uh, invest in your personal development. Get that therapist or counselor. Get in that, you know, whatever that looks like for you. That's what my journey looked like for me. But whatever that looks like for you, invest in it because that that's business right there. Right. I tell people all the time, that's what, that what that is what makes a good uh, manager a good boss versus a bad one. When you're able to invest in yourself, recognize the flaws that you have, the biases that you have, and work on those and work through those, you're able to be better for the people who need you. Mm-hmm. And so, like even in entrepreneurship, I tell people all the time. You have to invest in you. Like, it's impossible to go out here and sell yourself to the world when you don't even believe in yourself enough to invest in you. Yeah. It's impossible. Like, you you have to be able to say, you know what? I have this skill, but could this skill be better? You have to be willing to have people give you constructive criticism. You have to be willing to receive it and learn from it and know that you don't know it all. Because if you did know it all, You'll be a billionaire. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yep, it would just be so easy, and it's not. Right. And it's not that easy, and it's not about the learning. Um, like I said, you know, I'm I'm pretty sure anybody in, in entrepreneurship can sit down and you can learn something. That's the least of your worries, right? But like you said, um, can you take constructive criticism, right? Um, and not take everything personal. Um, can are you? Can you connect with people? Do you know how to actively, you know, listen? 
sit down and listen. Do you have the confidence and the courage to get out there and ask for the help that you need? Um, uh, work through imposter syndrome, you know, um, get mentors, um, talk about your business, you know, get out there. Do you know the power of networking and, 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 and um, creating relationships and having healthy relationships? Um, have you found your purpose? Mm -hmm. right? Because a lot of times we're just out here and we're doing things. And a lot of the times people are out here um, for the money and, um, you, you know, knowing that, Money is a resource, a very needed resource, because that's the currency that we use for goods and services, right? So that's how you need money to take care of yourself. But what really generates that money? The relationships. Right. right. Knowing um, your why. Knowing your why. Knowing your why, your purpose, right? And um, like I said, just that, that personal development is like everything. That's business right there. Right. So... I have a question. We mm -hmm. we both have consultant and coaching um, mm -hmm. companies. And so I'm always curious, how do you manage your own mental health while dealing? You know, like a lot of times when we're working with individuals, we take on a lot, right? Mm -hmm. um, they pour into, especially once they're comfortable and you have that rapport, mm -hmm. they pour into you constantly. Um, and how do you manage yourself and making sure that, the information that you're receiving, you're not taking it home and internalizing it and, and trying to fix everything and, and worry, all mm -hmm. of that. <laughs> um, that's a great question. Um, still investing heavily in my, in my personal development. I know that this is a lifelong process. So this is something that I, I'm never going to stop doing. I'm never going to get to a place where I'm so high that I'm perfect. That's not, I understand that nothing is perfect. No one walking this earth is perfect. And the more that I do my own internal work and I can understand myself, that means that I have the ability to understand and actively listen to other people. Um, under, I know that understanding and right and wrong, those are two separate conversations. And what I've learned is that... Um, People seek to be, and especially like in coaching, right? Um, people seek to be understood and validated. Mm -hmm. but, but I wouldn't be able to do that if I didn't understand my own feelings, right? I didn't look within. So um, that's it. Just continuously working on my 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 own uh, personal development i have tons of mentors that i w meet with on a monthly basis i go to therapy every other friday now um i happily run the therapy <laughs> every other friday um i have i'm really big on routine and structure um i, I every day i'm doing something um, to strengthen my self-awareness. I know my triggers. I know um, the things within me that still need a little bit of work and healing. Well, um, I'm going to stop you right there, Ruffin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think this is something that people feel, and I tell people this all the time. I'm like, it's not on the world to know what triggers you. You yeah. have to know what triggers you. Yeah. Like, you really have to know your triggers. Can you educate people on those things? Yes. You can educate them, but it's not the world's responsibility to know what triggers you. You have to know that for yourself, right? You have mm -hmm. you have to do that work and figure that out. And I think 
that like just knowing that is a huge self-care um tool in itself knowing so that way if i know certain things trigger me let's say shopping yep Shopping on the holidays, I cannot stand big crowds, be too crowded. I'm short, I can't see. You know, like <laughs> it's a lot, and I know that triggers me, right? So mm-hmm. I get to make the educated decision not or the intentional decision not to put myself in that situation, right? Because mm-hmm. I know it's gonna elevate me to a place that I don't enjoy being in. Absolutely. And you can create boundaries around that. So knowing yourself. And being able to create boundaries with yourself and with other people. And and also being okay with where you are, you know, right now in, in this moment. Like, I think that I was just having this conversation. Like, we live in a world where it's not okay to feel what you need to feel. Like, you feel bad for feeling bad. Or you feel bad for feeling depressed. And it's not like these are natural feelings that we have each and every day. And it's not about the feeling, right? Your feelings are valid. Whatever you felt from that interaction or the experience that you had, that's you and that's valid, right? It would be different for someone else. It's about, okay, what is the action after that feeling? You know, we we get so much slack as people for like what why are you feeling bad about that you shouldn't cry about that no yes i could that made me cry right yes, I can. <laughs> now can i go punch a hole through, you know can i go be destructive because i feel bad no but yes i can cry and yes it's okay for me to cry and i'm not going to be stuck in that my own mental prison like I, i'm feeling bad for feeling bad no absolutely not i'm going to sit with my feelings. I'm going to figure out why I feel that way. And then I'm going to make a plan to move forward, but I'm absolutely not going to feel bad for feeling bad. That's okay. Exactly. Well, Alicia, before we close out today, Mm -hmm. um, I want to give you an opportunity really quickly to let the listeners know what services you provide and how they can get in touch with you. Absolutely. Um, So I do provide one-on-one individual personal development and life coaching. I also provide um, group coaching as well. Um, I Last year, I created uh, my own uh, intentional self-care workshop, uh, which is Achieving Total Wellness with Intentional Self-Care. And um, over the past year, I have been partnering with a lot of nonprofit organizations and businesses um, and schools as well. I am working um, and going in, and, and, and I have um, a workshop specifically for elementary school children called Self Care and Me. So, if you are a nonprofit that's listening, a business um, that wants uh, uh, this intentional self care workshop done for your staff or a school, uh, I am open for booking right now. I am I'm going through a rebranding process, and my website will be available in the next couple of weeks. But you can find me on social media. Um, I am Alicia Small underscore um, throughout all social media platforms. Alicia Alicia Small underscore on Instagram. On Facebook, I'm Alicia Small 84. And on LinkedIn, I am Alicia dash Small 84. All right. Awesome. And we'll have that information as well available on the website for everyone. Well, that is the end of today's show. Alicia, I want to thank you again for speaking with me. And I already feel it in my spirit that I'm going to have to have you back. Um, 
To my listeners, as always, you can find me on simplytour.com or at bizradio.us. Until next time. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.